breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. Revlon may file for bankruptcy. They didn't say why, but maybe it's Maybelline. Mick Jagger has tested positive for COVID. Keith Richards is so concerned he's actually regained consciousness. Charlie Sheen's daughter is now on OnlyFans. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, or in this case, the yes doesn't fall far from the TD. Making sure breaking news stays broken. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. And now it's time for another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. I have no idea what to get my father for Father's Day. The man has everything, including the designer carrying case for his barbecue utensils. A couple of years ago, I accidentally bought him a women's golf shirt. I swear I thought the letters LPGA stood for Let's Play Golf Again. Obviously, he never wore it. This year, I could give him a picture. Wait, I could give him a picture of me. A picture of me alone. No, that would be a constant reminder why he doesn't have any grandchildren. Okay, so it's either a tie or booze. Or maybe a tie soaked in booze. I could probably find one of those under my sister's bed. <laughs> no, that would mean the guys she goes home with actually have jobs to get dressed for. Ugh, if only shopping for a father was as easy as becoming one. And that was another episode of One Minute Inside a Woman's Head. And now it's time for another episode of A Few Seconds Inside a Man's Head. Oh, I forgot to sign and mail the Father's Day card. It's never going to make it in time. Once again, my dad will think I can never get anything done on time. <laughs> and that was another episode of A Few Seconds Inside a Man's Head. Sometimes confidence is a good thing. Sometimes confidence can be a bad thing. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. I was in Buffalo, New York recently to see comedian John Mulaney at the Key Bank Center, the uh, arena where the Buffalo Sabres play. And he was great. The town is great. We had a good time. My brother and I and our wives were there. Now, after the show, it's a sea of humanity. Long lines to get up the stairs and out by the seating area. Long lines to get our phones out of the you-can't-use-your-phones-in-here bags that they made us put them in before the show. Long lines for the restroom and long lines to the concourse stairs and exit. Now, a brief note about my younger brother. He's always like, don't follow the sheeple. Go this way. Let's go find another way. Just because they're doing it doesn't make it right. So he sees a staircase marked two concourse and street levels. He opens the door and we go down the stairs along with about 20 other people who followed him. And we get to the bottom of the stairs and there are two doors on opposite ends of a very small hallway. One door warns alarm will sound. And the other door reads, offices, locker rooms, and street concourse. So with all the confidence of the man who designed the arena, my brother Scott says this way and opens the door labeled offices, locker rooms, and street concourse. So the door locked behind us as we went through it. It had one of those like keys pad, uh, key swipe things, like the pad to unlock it. So we're already in an area clearly not meant for the general public. You know what I'm talking about. There's no carpeting around. Uh, the lighting is all of a sudden dimmer. Exposed steel with the spray-down insulation, every door locked, very industrial-looking, not at all finished. You know what I mean? So we're walking for a, a, a bit, and my brother Scott, with all the confidence of a man who's always been able to get away with anything, like Ferris Bueller would walk, you know? Finally, we come to the door, and through the window, you can see the street-level concourse. We made it! woo -hoo! The door's locked. Yeah. We can't go that way, and the door locked behind us when we walked into this hall. So now, yeah, we're trapped. 
Well, I see all the other people, you know, the ones who went the right way. They're all walking around and through the window. I can see them. So I start banging on the door and I'm motioning for somebody to open the door. No one, no one comes over. One lady stops, looks like, oh, yeah, sure. And then eh, decides against it. I'm yelling, what if this was a fire? Thanks, lady. Now the 20 or so people are starting to get worried. My wife's worried. Now, to be fair, she never liked the idea in the first place. She's a self-described rule follower, and that means unwritten rules like follow the crowd. I'm thinking, do we call the arena? Do we call 911? And just as my brother's confidence was about to be crushed, a guy, one of the 20 or so who had followed us says, let me see if I can pick the lock. And I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Everyone else is like, it's not going to work within seconds before the first person even got the word work out of it's not going to work in the sentence out, voila, the door was open, and we were cheering like we won the Powerball. He turned to us and said, I got some skills. Confidence got us trapped. Confidence got us out. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A woman in California went to CVS to get some pain meds for an infected tooth, but realized she didn't have a slip of paper saying it was covered by insurance. So she broke down when she realized she also didn't have the $20 to pay for it. Then the pharmacist reached across the counter and swiped her own credit card. The woman tried to pay her back, but the pharmacist refused to accept any money. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. You heard them all your life. You were probably sick of them. You probably rolled your eyes. I'm talking about dadisms. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector with Father's Day coming up this week. I want to talk about something every dad did. Come on. Every dad has those go-to sayings, the little lines they say to you over and over again throughout your life, whether it's advice or just a little nugget or something smart alecky, whatever. What are the dadisms your dad had? I want to hear them. Get at me. Open mic on the Rock 107 app from your iPhone or Android or one triple eight rock one oh seven that's one eight 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 seven six two five one zero seven and share your dadisms with me stephanie checking in on facebook.com slash angry prospector you can be anything you want to be just don't be an a-hole <laughs> it's pretty good stephanie i can't argue with that logic how about you rock 107 hey i would like to say what my father used to tell me all the time bedtime for bonzos bedtime for bonzos now how, why would he say that and when would he say it when i was about like 16 years old, he used to tell us to get to bed, so I used to say bedtime for bonzos. Bob on Facebook.com slash Angry Prospector. If you had a brain, it would roll around inside your skull like a BB in a boxcar. And Heather, I hope you have nine just like you. What's your dadism, Rock 107? Hey, Prospector. Yeah. My favorite dadism? Yep. Always do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> that way I don't have to worry about setting a good example. Just do as I say, damn it. Exactly, you know. I remember when I was a teenager, even one, I was buying a car, and, and my dad said to me, why are you buying a car with bucket seats? Bucket seats are for married people. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he wanted the bench seat so he can get a little action, huh? Uh, something like that. David said, when driving, it doesn't matter if you're right, you're dead. That was my dad's dadism. Uh, Carrie, if you do what I ask you not to do, you're going to look funny walking around with a work boot sticking out of your butt. How about you? I need a dadism, Rock 107. My dad used to go through the list of the boys and the girls. No matter if you're a boy or a girl, he'd say, Joey, Junie, Donna, Randy. <laughs> no, dad, it's Joe. 
I got too many kids. I can't remember all your names. Don't worry about it. And there was only four or five of us. Rock World 07, looking for your dadisms. I don't remember much about my dad because my dad died. I was only eight years old. He was 41. But my mom tells me all we need to do is point to the steps. And we knew to go. It was time to go to bed. We didn't even have to say, Dad, <laughs> we have five more minutes. My dad just pointed to the steps, and we knew. Laura says in response to the lights being left on, what is this, Yankee Stadium? What's a yambag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, or an ignoramus, you know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clot, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or cretin. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yambag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. You got to respect the efficiency here. This guy may have managed to get fired, arrested, and kicked off an entire continent all at once. A 23-year-old in Australia who doesn't have a license drank a, quote, large amount of liquor Saturday night and decided to steal his boss's car. Now, I'm guessing he doesn't like them too much or has some sort of beef because it sounds like this was all intentional. He stole their SUV, made it over a four-foot trench, drove through a field and then parked the car on a set of train tracks he actually launched it over the tracks and ended up 30 feet away but then he backed it up onto the tracks left it there and walked home a train showed up the next morning but luckily they saw the suv in time and were able to stop the train they didn't hit the car a farmer used his tractor to move the suv and the train continued on police tracked the guy down at home and he confessed to everything he's facing charges for stealing the car driving without a license, negligent driving, and obstruction of the path of a train. He's originally from an island in the South Pacific, so now he may lose his visa and get kicked out of the country. No official word yet, but I'm assuming he got fired. Nominee number two. People have been using delivery apps a lot more these days, and the biggest knock on the drivers is they don't care enough about your order. Maybe the food gets cold or something spills or gets smashed. Well, this driver cared a lot. Too much, really and he's in big trouble. A 17-year-old male Chick-fil-A worker in Philadelphia was shot on Monday during an argument with a delivery driver about an order. The kid was shot in the leg, and thankfully he'll be okay. He's in stable condition at the hospital. Multiple employees say the delivery driver argued with several employees because the delivery order was missing a milkshake. Employees said they agreed to make the milkshake, but that did not calm the guy down. Things escalated, and the driver shot the 17-year-old before speeding off in a newer model white Mercedes. Police tracked him down in an alley about two miles away. I'm assuming he didn't make the delivery. A DoorDash spokesperson issued a statement saying they're horrified and appalled by the violence. And the winner is... The guy who got drunk, stole his boss's car, and parked it on a set of train tracks. Yeah, way to make sure you keep that job. Oh, and your visa, you might even get kicked out of the continent at Happendon. You're the yam bag of the day, and we'll move on to Friday's yam bag of the week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's yam bag of the day. Weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.